The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. In our leaping around in time way that we have to think about when we record these podcasts, you do have a story from, is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or Boxing Day? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I always know Christmas Eve because Christmas Eve is also the day my sister and my father celebrate their birthdays, both on Christmas Eve. What? That was Uh, bad timing. I know. I actually know five people, like including my sister and my dad, and three other people who are reasonably close to me, mm. whose birthdays are on Christmas Eve. Oh. You believe it? Do they get double presents? Oh, you know. Well, no. It's a very, very, very sensitive subject, isn't it? Some people, you know, will, will be like, "Oh yeah, just give me a bigger present." <laughs> other people were like, "No, no. do not." ever wrap my birthday present in christmas paper no christmas absolutely not no <laughs> um no, but there was a christmas eve in our household it was going swimmingly it was nice we had a nice day planned we were good we went to the ponies went out for a hack yeah um nice little walk along the fossway all of that kind of stuff yeah um we had a couple of hours back home we we're going to get changed get showered all of that and then we were heading over to disco dave's house for afternoon <laughs> drinks and then um we were going to go to mass at half five yeah. christmas eve mass at half five anyway got home from the ponies terrible smell in the back garden what's that Uh, and Gemma took one look at the drain and went drains overflowing and it was proper proper overflowing what time was this this was about three o'clock half past two three o'clock in the afternoon oh no there's no plumbers gonna come out that time no plumbers so we took up the manhole you did it yourself yeah we did that (laughs) i've I've been through this process before we we got the manhole up yeah and uh there's there's nothing coming through the manhole the the drain under the under the patio was clean as a whistle but everything was piling up through the uh, the overflow you know in <laughs> sorry the, the if you're eating your breakfast by the way yeah sorry <laughs> um so first thing we did was like stick our hands up you know oh, poles and stuff no yeah and then uh that wasn't working so we sent albion rosa to uh ens shops which is a local hardware shop to get some um very high density drain clearage so they you, wouldn't you, give it to them yeah i was gonna say you sent your kids to go and get chemical warfare i uh, yeah because i had my hands full of literally yeah, full well, yeah. of thank you so uh <laughs> anyway they wouldn't sell them because they were under 18 so yeah. i then had to go and get that yeah. you know walking in through malmesbury high street you know covered in <laughs> really moody and annoyed now because it's christmas eve i should be at a party yeah. i walked past the smoking dog and my friend Bangs on the window. Coming in. Um, You're coming in, Kev. You want to come in for a pint? Yeah, it's Christmas point. Eve. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not in the mood. So on the way back, I I, I knocked on the neighbour's door, Stuart. Yeah. Um, I said, oh, Stuart, happy Christmas, mate. You haven't got any drain rods, have you? And he went, oh, I do, as it happens. Yeah. So he gave me his uh, 50-foot drain rods and we plugged them all together. And between Gemma and I, we plunged and we plunged and we plunged. <laughs> and it's very cathartic when it comes, you know, when it actually happens. I don't know if you've ever done this. Yeah. <laughs> The whole blockage just explodes. Oh, Kev, this is <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and flashed away it goes. And oh, it was awful. It was like the back end of hell. That was. Oh dear. <laughs> um, oh. I was very, I was very, uh, very pleased. Gemma and I were very pleased with ourselves. We didn't, we didn't kill each other on Christmas Eve as I thought this, this might have ended up in. I that I, I would say that's a major challenge. The Fuji cast to get to get through that on on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for looking after us. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, there we go. Um, did you uh, did you go out to the party in the end? Yeah, uh, I managed. I went there, smelling a bit, but I yeah, went there. Uh, yeah. Church. Yeah. Uh, part that Mullins in the corner over there. He does whiff a little bit. What's the matter with him? <laughs> Put him by the donkey in the nativity. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Horrible. Horrible. Well, there's a Christmas story I wasn't expecting from you. Welcome to a, a new year. Happy New Year, Kev. Happy New Year. Ha- happy, yeah, Happy ha- New Year. Yeah, happy, happy New Year. Ha- 2023. 2023, I know. Um, ancient. We're ancient. I, well, I started looking through, um, I, uh, at last, the websites are coming together, including the commercial one. But it was a very frightening. It, well, this wasn't cathartic at all. I tell you what, I'd rather be there with the drain, with the drain rods than this. But I, I, I was looking back through the archive finding pictures that I, re- I really remember making. I remember, you know, even so much the conversation I was having with the person I was photographing at the time. And I was looking at the dates and it was like 2011, 2012, 2008. Honestly, Kev, where is the time going? I know, I know. It's insane, insane, oh. absolutely insane. Well, welcome to the Fuji cast. Happy New Year, 2023. As always, your questions... 
uh, answered uh, via email at uh, clickatfujicast.co.uk or indeed uh, through the, the 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 Facebook group as as ever. Um, well, we have a book this week, don't we? And it's a, well, it's a wedding book, but um, it's a wedding book. It's a beautiful, massive, big art. Hang on. Big what? A big art. Big art book. Oh, big art book. Right. I just dropped it. Um, I didn't drop it from too much of a height though, because it might knock my coffee cup over. Uh. But yeah, the uh, the wedding photographs of John Dolan. John Dolan is he a famous wedding photographer? Yes, ish. Yes, he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a Busink kind of level. Yeah, the perfect imperfect. It's called. And it was Emily. It was Emily Renier that um, pointed me at the book. Uh, I don't. I I knew of him before, but Mm. it was her. I didn't know you had this book. And then a good friend of mine in in New York, also Amy. She knows him, and she's oh. um, been on workshops and stuff with him. Wow! So yeah, we'll we'll chat about that when we get to it. Okay, the perfect imperfect pretty much describes. Well, no, it was the imperfect perfect, wasn't it? The other way round for your Christmas Correct. Eve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, imperfect imperfect. Did you get down the pub by the way as well on New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve? Yeah. Or did you just uh, yeah? Did you mass. just go to Dodgy Dave's? No, we went to Disco Dave's first, right? And uh, then we went to Mass, and then we went to the pub. Right. For a bit, just a couple. You didn't go to mass drunk, I hope. No. Well, I know what Disco Dave is like. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> technically know. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been able to drive a car, but that was okay. All right. Okay. I was doing the collection, so I couldn't be too drunk. You were doing the collection, were you? Yeah. Oh, you've been you've been elevated, Kev. <laughs> hey? yeah. elevated. Me and Albie. Um, right. Give us your money. <laughs> Does he give them that look? Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe he gives them the Oliver look. Please, sir. <laughs> Can I have some more? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> questions, questions, questions. Um, should we should we start with Facebook? Should we start with the, the yep the book of face? Okay. So the latest the latest one in from the uh, Facebook group, which was four days ago. So we're we're, we're kind of slacking a little bit, although we do have a good backlog. So uh, yeah. more questions would be useful. Uh, there's, a long, White. there's a long year ahead, Kev. Get these questions in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Darren White yeah. says, he starts with a question mark at the beginning, which mm. is uh, uh, how Spanish. Spanish people start. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he's Spanish. Anyway, here's something to discuss. Mm. When are we going to stop using mirrorless to refer to digital cameras? We don't use the term mirrorless when I talk about cameras in mobile phones. Mirrorless is a redundant term now. Not says. really, no, because it identifies the difference between two machines. Mirrorless, medium format. DSLR, pinhole. I'm just, you know, these are terms of cameras, aren't they? Yeah. So, I mean, medium format can is mirrorless as well, or can be. But yeah, you're right. So, uh, I think DSLRs, SLRs have mirrors. Mirrorless cameras don't have mirrors. Yeah. And I think ultimately, give it a you know good few years, all cameras will be mirrorless. And you know, apart from obviously retro cameras at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, and then perhaps the term will fade away. But, yeah, I think it is still important to differentiate because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who I speak to and I say, you know, do you use a mirrorless camera? And and I'm trying to gather whether they have a um, electronic viewfinder from that Mm. question. So, um, you know, and a lot of people still use uh, DSLRs, which which have a mirror, don't have uh, electronic viewfinders. And uh, they are different. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Sorry, Darren, but. I disagree. Mm. Mirrorless is not redundant term. Just not, yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. Torsten Troutven. Hello, Neil. Hi, Kev. Got to blur it out straight away. I think he means blurt it out. Sorry. I was thinking blur. What does it mean blur? Um, I absolutely blurt it out straight away. I'll add the T in. Maybe saving money. <laughs> not so many T's. I'll tell you what, Kev. We're talking about things that are going wrong just prior to Christmas. Uh, do, I'm not sure we talked about this on the on the show. I'm sure we didn't. Um, I had a, a, key, a few keyboards that went wrong. I I was happy. I was happily working along. Then suddenly the U key wouldn't work. Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried writing without a U key? <laughs> it's almost impossible. One of, the, one of the major. Well, I thought maybe he was cutting out the T, saving time. Got to blurt it out straight away. I absolutely love your podcast. Such a joy to listen to you, getting insights and hearing anecdotes. I'm not sure today's anecdote will be one that you remember for a lot, or you might remember for a long time to come. Also, I signed up to support you via Patreon, as any sensible person should. His words, Kev, Torsten's words. Oh, by the way, on on our uh, Patreon pop-up today, 
It's the first, and you can tune into this straight after this show, if you remember. And if you're not, you can join up and then hear it. We start doing, what are we doing, Kev? Go on, you, you announce it. Uh, gentle critiques of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so we've got uh, we've got some images. We're going to do them in order that we receive them, and we have had received quite a few, which is good. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with a, a, a few street pictures from somebody. So, yeah, the pop-up used to be every other week, bi-weekly, <laughs> bi-monthly, whatever, <laughs> Don't stand uh, on the weeks that. that we weren't on. Yeah, yeah. But now the pop-up is going to be on the same week that we are on. Yeah, so you yes. can go across so to it afterwards and get more Correct. fix, more fix. Yeah. So for the, those of you who do sports on Patreon, thank you so much, and uh, and you can you can get your fix of the Patreon pop up mm. immediately after this. The pop up critiques though don't have to just be about photographs. You can no. send your photographs in, but we're also doing it for websites. Uh, for websites within reason. By the way, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Um, so we'll, we'll look at the website, but it, it, it won't be a one-hour critique. I think that comes into Kev's job uh, description, really. Um, <laughs> Can you do a full SEO overview of my website, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But we'll do a gentle bit of it, yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 um, absolutely. So yeah, no, it'll be fun. And, um, yeah, the the uh, for those of you that don't know what the pop-ups are, it is for patrons only, but it, they're, they're shorter, bite-sized shows that are um, ever thank you to the people that support us yeah. there. Right, for my question says Torsten I joined the Fujifilm Realms only recently with an X-Pro3 I absolutely adore the camera but read so much about failing subscreens because of strained ribbon cables uh, that I felt super unnerved sold it and ordered a mint condition X-Pro2 which is stuck in customs ever since insert Brexit rant here (laughs) <laughs> that that means, however, that instead of taking photographs, I'm spending my time reading rumours and comments about the X-Pro line. Oh, God. Let, let me read the whole thing, then you can put him right. The X-Pro production has been stopped, apparently. See, it's a Reddit one. I've got a, a, a link here. It looks like a lot of people are questioning if there will be any ILC rangefinder-style cameras from Fuji anymore. To me, that seems wild. This style has just got me into the Fujifilm universe, and it's so unique across the camera makers, I can't believe Fuji will abandon it. What are your thoughts? Mm. Oh, well, there's a lot to pick out of that, isn't there? First mm. of all, oh, set an X Pro 3 because you read about somebody else's problem with the, the back screen. Mm. Oh, my word. I have two X Pro 3s. Right. Never had an issue with the uh, rear LCD whatsoever. What? I actually... Right. Don't know anybody who has myself. Well, well you did groan when I said failing subscreens because of strained. Because I've read cables. about. It. I've read have, some. Some people. Right. You know, this world, this this internet world. I've seen it on our own Facebook, uh, Fujicast Facebook group. Mm. You know, somebody buys something, doesn't know how to use it, perhaps, or breaks it, drops it, whatever. You know, and then says, "These cameras are rubbish. I'm going to." Sony, Panasonic, blah, 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 blah. And a little bit of me and, uh, you know, when I read these things, I just want to punch my 42-inch widescreen monitor (laughs) really hard because I'm like, it's you, it's you. (laughs) So, you know, if if people are banging up and down these blinking LCDs and, you know, whacking them and you've got, you know, the the, the LCD on the X-Pro3 is, I I don't particularly like it, I have to say. It's not the most, it's, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say fragile, but you, you can't just rank it down and rank it up and all that kind of stuff. I beg your pardon, Kevin. Don't be rude. (laughs) Have you, have you never ranked up your X-Pro3 screen? certainly have not, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) you know, I don't know. Look, there may well be some merit in the uh, in the screen fading, yeah. but I've never seen it. I've never had it. My two X Pro threes, which I've used very hard, um, uh, are still fine. So it does really irritate me when I see see things like that, and they just assume that because and, and perhaps perhaps the people who wrote this or write this did not break their camera. Perhaps they did just mm. have a malfunctioning camera, but then going on the internet and saying all of them are broke because of this is uh it's just clickbait and pointless the only thing that i'm very angry i can tell um the only thing i'm i'm thinking i'm not even an ambassador anymore so (laughs) i I don't i don't even have that blood boiling through my veins the only thing i'm thinking here torsten is that you gave back or or rather sold or whatever an x pro 3 with all its x pro 3 wonderfulness uh the upgrade from the x pro 2 which was very which was marked wasn't it um, mm. And you've sold it from mint condition X Pro Two. Now, the X Pro Two, of course, that didn't have the screen that that 
Uh, no. the, so what you <laughs> might have been better doing is just leaving the screen closed on the X-Pro3 <laughs> and you'd have had the better camera. Yeah, well, the X-Pro3 did have a rear LCD, but it wasn't a fl- an LC- an X-Pro2, but not a flippy-down one. No, it wasn't. So, but yes, point taken. That's You're what I mean. Right. It, it didn't, it didn't yeah. move around. So just leave it where it is and everybody would be happy-schmappy. Yeah. Stick some tape over it. Yeah. <laughs> glue anyway, it glue it i don't want to i don't want to bash torsten because uh you know no. he's he, not only has he he got a problem with his u key on his button on his keyboard <laughs> he now doesn't have his x pro 3 because no, what some some angry ranter on the internet said but the point about x pro 3s no longer in production i have also read that um i have no like i've had andreas hasn't said anything to me nobody at feature film um will say anything to me Uh, and so i don't know for sure i've only read what he's read on the rumors and on reddit and stuff like that and generally if they're if if that information is out there it's probably true what so the information out there that rangefinder style cameras won't be produced by fuji anymore no 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 so the bit about the x pro 3 stop has been stopped production right oh right, right. Okay. So they're not making them anymore Phew, I I, i'm right. i'm i'm assuming that's correct i don't know but i'm assuming that is correct right now i also read that somebody in america was suing fujifilm what? For mis- misrepresentation of the quality of a camera, <laughs> the Fujifilm X Pro Three. Um, and- litigation nation. <laughs> yeah, really? It won't come to anything. Of course, oh, it I hope but- not. No. But there was a whole thing then about, oh, Fujifilm stopped making the X-Pro3 because this fella's going to sue them. And then everybody who's ever owned an X-Pro3 will be able to get millions out of Fujifilm, which, of course, is not going to happen, won't happen. Mm. And mind you, says that this world is upside down and bonkers at the minute, so it could happen. Only a little bit. <laughs> so I would I would park that and, and, and say that that's absolutely no reason why Fujifilm have stopped production of the X-Pro3. Um, if they have stopped production of the X-Pro3, my, my guess is... They've stopped production of the X-Pro3 because just isn't selling. They've got X-H2, X-H2S, X-T4, X-T5, X-S10, whatever. All of these cameras have come out since the X-Pro3, and they've all got better, bigger, faster sensors, um, backlit sensors, and, you know, better ISO, lower lower ISO levels. Uh, You know, everything about them is uh, technologically better. Yeah. So... Uh, really, the only reason why somebody would buy an X Pro now at the moment is purely based on the ergonomics and the form factor. And I think that margin is much narrower because, you know, you, the technology in the newer cameras is much bigger. Now, skipping back to September or October, whenever it was, when, when we were in Japan, and I need, to, I suppose I need to be a little bit careful about, um, what I, what I can say, but I, go on, Kev, go on. <laughs> I, I think that, um, so the X-Pro3, I think, is damn near perfect. Right. And uh, <laughs> if I was designing, if I was the maker of an X, of no, the next no, level X-Pro3. Normally, by the way, I cut all the gaps out, but I'm leaving these in because I can see you're, I can see you're struggling with what you might let go that you shouldn't. Put, put it this way. If I was the, if I was making, if it was um, uh, Fuji Mullins rather than, Fujifilm, <laughs> yeah. and it was my turn to make the X next level X Pro camera. Yeah. I'd really, really struggle right. because what do you do to it? Well, what? You, how you, can you make it better without mitigating the soul of it, the form factor, all of that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that there is a um, uh, you know a, a real dilemma in kind of making me making this new camera, not Fujifilm, um, <laughs> in terms of well, what what do we do with it? How you know what what can we do with it? We've got all these new super high flying cameras, and because of the size and the form factor, it's not just a simple case of sticking the same sensor in. No. Just doesn't work because it's got the optical viewfinder. There's a lot more gubbins inside that. So I suspect that we'll see an, an X Pro Four. But I, I I wouldn't hold my breath for it to happen in the um, near to moderate future. Would you mind uh, an X Pro Four that's just a teensy bit wider? I mean, if you if you think about the yeah. the beautiful Leica Qs, um, they're just a bit bigger, but they they're still the rangefinder gorgeous gorgeousness about them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. They're just yeah. a tint um, larger. I I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I agree. But you also have to think, yeah, I'm, I'd be fine with that. Um, but you also have to, if you think about it from a business point of view, in the beginning, there was the X100, X Pro One, XT One. Now Fujifilm have got their hands, they are juggling a lot of brands, a lot of cameras. And some of those cameras sell a lot more than others. Yeah. All right. So from a business point of view, they have to do the maths and think about 
which ones does it make sense to to put the R and D into? And the the X Pro is a, a very very unique camera. You know, with the with the hybrid viewfinder, the form factor, everything about it is you, you just don't get in other cameras. I do not know. I have no idea whatsoever about the sales figures. I am just this is my own purely. Um, uh, an educated guess that this is what's probably going on in the mines over there right now. It's probably not selling as well as it did because we have all these new cameras. Um, do we spend time and effort, you know, putting effort into a new X Pro camera, which will take time and effort away from few, uh, lines, you know, perhaps XT6, for example? Um, you know, for a period of time, does that delay the release of those for this? And where's the money? You know, where's the where's the where's the yen in it? Yeah. And that's that's what I think is happening. Does this mean then that the X100X will, will, oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? Will be just a little bit quicker off the mark then? I don't think it'd be called that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I know, but I just thought I'd throw it in. <laughs> Uh, what, what, I don't know. What's it yeah, gonna, I d- you know I that know. one you picked up in Japan. What's it going to be called? <laughs> no, no, there was no sign <laughs> of anything like that. Um, the yeah, I think I, I, I again, I suspect the X100 is a um, is a very strong selling brand still, mm. um, and you know for for obvious reasons, you know, again another pretty unique camera. Yeah, yeah. So I, I suspect that that's under development. I would have thought. In, know, in, um, thought. in that that trip yeah. you made to Japan prior to Christmas, you know that one that you went on that i i was i didn't go on. yeah <laughs> yeah remember that one where i was, was invited great. we had so much fun and then uninvited. There. yeah i know <laughs> um it, it it reminds me a little bit like a, a charlie in the chocolate factory script in the you've got all these people looking around the the uh the you know they get behind the door the famous doors of the factory and uh, they're looking around trying to see well is, is that a bit that's going to make the new x100 or is that the? Is that does that look like an X Pro Four? Was it, was <laughs> no, it a bit like they, that? They, that you, you could see all the they, secrets. There probably is uh, parts that we, I certainly didn't see any of that. But there are, you know, we did see parts of the factory where, mm. uh, you know, they they showed us kind of how they do the. Um, uh, the test the image stabilization of thing, and we weren't allowed to talk about how they do that uh, or take pictures of it or anything like that because Ooh. that's you know their proprietary systems. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure there are, you know, areas, doors, people that are working on things that, you know, were just very, very. It's like it's like under air, the, under it's the like under. Area 52, Kev. In the old days, back in the early days, when yeah. there was a handful of um, photographers involved with them, they were they were much more. You know, what can we do? How can we do this? Can you know come and see us, or we'll, you know we'll mm. come and see you, or we'll send you a questionnaire and all that kind of mm. stuff. And it was great because you, you know that really worked. But as this scheme uh, grew and as more people were using it, then it became um, it, it became too opaque, and so people were they they lost trust, I think, mm. effectively in in a lot of people, and so they do kind of keep their cards much closer to yeah. their their chest now, yeah. which I absolutely one hundred percent agree with. Now, usually I would say, what what have we got from the the Facebook group next? But I want to follow that question up from Torsten with one from Danny Cole, if you don't mind, because it's similar-ish. And it it does deal with the same sort of area, but I'll read it now because I think it feels appropriate. Hi, fellas, uh, says Danny. Hope you had a great holiday. I've been thinking about a rangefinder-style Fuji to replace my X-T3, like the X100V, which is unattainable for the foreseeable, or the X-Pro3, which I've been put off with because of the rear display, with the, oh. with, with the rumours of the... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Don't put anything through that I've 42 I've just punched screen. the screen. <laughs> with the rumours of the X-Pro3 no longer being manufactured and the X-100Vs and the Bermuda Triangle... Uh, so it's kind of different now. What would your recommendation be for me? Should I pull the trigger and try the X Pro Three, or hang tight and hope the rumours of no X Pro Four aren't true? So it does come at it from a slightly different angle. Love the pod, lads. Keep up the good work, Danny Cole. Uh, Get an X Pro Three in Omar. Get- you'll, you'll be forever waiting for the next best thing. Yes. That's another thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. People say. You know, when the XT5 came out, people were like, "Oh well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for the XT6 because it'll probably have, uh, you know, the same functionality as the XH2 or whatever." You know, I'm like, "Oh, you can keep waiting if you wish, but you know, you will just forever be waiting, yeah. and waiting, waiting yeah. for the next thing. Just buy something if you've got the money. <laughs> just buy something. Is that your? <laughs> <laughs> I just sold half my stuff. <laughs> just buy something. Doesn't matter. Go out there and get it. Stop reading the internet and buy, buy what you it. want. Buy yeah. it. Who cares about recession and world? Um, problems and buy it buy it now there we go um we should mention at this point 
our thanks to pick time yes <laughs> pick i love it when you know where i'm going pick time.com who uh, support this show very kindly thank you very very much um they are undoubtedly i mean it's a site that we both use to show our work to show our wares and to sell the photographs that we uh, that we make at our weddings and social events and other business. I, I, I use mine for my commercial business as well. Not so much to sell prints, of course, in that, that respect, but more to, to have a really nice way of displaying the photographs that I'm presenting to the client. How did you do with... Um, did you do some of the sales stuff that you can do through? I didn't personally, did you but not? I know people who had to. But however, I do have a, a, a little story about um, just before Christmas, I had my biggest ever Ooh. sale through PickTime. And it was a wedding that I'd done in October. October, mum of the bride um, spent several thousand pounds on albums what? and prints and she just did it or did designed all the albums ordered God. the prints pressed the button and all the money just came flooding into my bank account God I'll drink to that yes, that's very good yeah and uh, and you know and that and that's what works for me that the ability for them to be able to, to do their heavy work you know that that I checked all of the albums obviously it goes into a, a kind of holding pattern where you go in you check the albums make sure that they haven't cropped off a head or, or you know made some terrible guff with the design but she hadn't been perfect so I just went yes press that button that says send me the money <laughs> did you do a little dance a Mullins dance yeah I did I yeah took it- my shirt off and waved it around my head oh goodness there's no need for that Oh, that's an incredible sale, Kev. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, I was very, very happy. Um, mm. And and of course, so you can, uh, if you've not tried out pick time, it is aimed at more kind of professional photographers. Yeah. Um, you will get one month free using the code FUJICAST, all in uppercase. Uh, well worth doing. Right, back to your questions. Kev, book of face. We haven't had one for a while, so let's do one from Facebook. Uh, Wallace Shackleton says, uh, one for Kevin. When you get a <laughs> when you get a super secret camera to play with before its release date, are you limited to just shooting JPEG, or is there a super secret RAW converter supplied as well? Usually the updates to Lightroom and the light come out after a new camera is released to the public. Um, yeah, so briefly again, back in the old days, and, and we are going back a few years when, when we used to get kind of pre-productions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they right back in the early days, Fujifilm would supply a version of raw software. I can't remember what it's called now, which would work, but it all, the language was always in Japanese, but yes, otherwise it was all JPEG. So pretty much all the samples I've ever supplied for cameras before launch yeah. are, are all shot in JPEG and, and delivered in JPEG. Um, because you're quite right, Lightroom and the likes do take a little while to update their raw converters. Yeah, George Fakinos. Haven't heard from George for a while, have we? He says, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So this was, (laughs) this is a few, oh, mind you, he did send it on the day that you had your hand in a drain. Oh, lovely. So, (laughs) so it's, it's quite a recent question. I own only one camera, X100F. And uh, a recent travel to a trip to to Copenhagen, I tried shooting in square format. There's something about the city that forces you to shoot square. Maybe it's the architecture or the symmetry. I don't know, but it was fun and out of my comfort zone. Uh, That's the the best way to learn, I think. And what I have learned is that uh, 35 uh, field of view crop to square format is sometimes a little bit tight. Do you think if I buy um, the WCL 100 and still shoot in square format, I'd see a big difference? Is 28 so much uh, that I should see a difference? Thanks for your time. From George, fucking off. Yeah, I mean, you would see a difference. Uh, whether it's enough, I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah, I don't know. That's for that's a, one for, I would perhaps... For a square, uh, you, I'd, I'd like to try that out, actually, before... You might look at it and think, oh, it's not it's not incredible amount of difference here. No, and, and the thing to remember is when you, when you shoot with one of the crops, in-camera crops, it's yeah. only crop in... Even if you shoot raw, it's only a, a when you take the raw file into Lightroom, it's pre-cropped, but you can just press the uncrop and it will show you the whole of the the, the frame, the three yeah. by two. Have you ever shot in square? Yeah, occasionally. Not something I've done for a while, but of course, Instagram's square, isn't it? So you know, a lot of people do like to do that. I would, I would probably my my advice is pop into a shop, stick the converter on, take a couple of test shots, and see if it works for you before buying it good luck with that we should come to a book in a second i've just had a pop-up uh, do you get do, do you um do you get pop-up from twitter I, no, i'm sure I, I so I, I try i try to switch them all off but twitter just seems to keep sending them mm. look at this one kev we've just sussex roads police 
We've just arrested a man in hashtag Hastings on suspicion of uh, suspicion of drug driving, who it turns out only passed his driving test yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the world's mad. How did he get a driving test? I thought they were all on strike. When, uh, why are you why are you signed up to Sussex Police? I don't know the... why I've got Sussex Police. I'm nowhere near Sussex. I'm getting a lot of stuff coming through that I've not signed up to, Kev. <laughs> I, I've kind of stopped using Twitter after. Yeah, what do you feel about the the whole thing with with Musk? I um, I, yeah, I don't like it. Do you not? I don't. I, I think yeah. I mean, one person can be too powerful, can't mm. they? Yeah. And he he's he's clearly approached. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against people being ambitious and successful, mm. but I think he he waded into that with his very big posh expensive shoes and and yeah. made a pig's ear of it are you talking about putin away. are you talking about putin or musk no but, well both of them yeah, <laughs> yeah but musk in this case yeah. anyway yes uh yeah moving I mean, moving swiftly on yeah um sh- shall we do a book kev we yeah let's a, do it we haven't done a book for uh, a couple just, of weeks i'll just pick it up hang on I just is it a big is it a big tome this way i'm just moving it over here just gonna print. <laughs> is it really that <laughs> is it really that heavy yeah <laughs> So um, the the perfect imperfect, uh, and the blurb says, this book is an unexpected deep dive into the tenderness and truth of weddings. For 342 Saturdays, John Dolan has quietly pursued emotional and revealing art mm. inside the wedding day itself. He has aimed his camera at tiny moments of deep meaning, evocative, joyful, unscripted, perfectly imperfect scenes at the mm. start of a marriage. The wedding is one of society's last and lasting ceremonies. Quite like that. Uh, universal in its presence, comprehensive in its emotion. Dolan's candor, his respect for discretion and his gentle but shrewd and powerful observation combine to make a book that transcends weddings and enlightens us on the human condition. And you feel enlightened. Um, yeah. So essentially, John Dolan is a... Um, now, okay, uh, Candid documentary style photographer, mm. but I would say straight off the bat, there are there are several images in the book that are, uh, you know, in my mind, gently guided. Um, so I, I wouldn't say purist. However, um, the book is wonderful. It's big. It's well printed. Smells lovely, um, oh, and there are, uh, <laughs> you know, it it it's it's enormous in its page count. Hold on, I'm going to just yeah. go to. Yeah, it's like 260, 70 pages. Um, a lot of it's shot on film. A lot of it is, is shot digital. But the beauty of it is, you know, for, for those of us, I include myself in this, who are, you know, oh, that picture's not sharp enough to put on my website. That, you know, that's 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 not great. The light's not great. Yeah. Um, you know, this just shows us that actually you can, you can I know this already, but, you, you know, you, emotion transcends technicalities in, in every case. Um, you know, I'm looking at this picture on page 239, bride and groom kiss, uh, cake in the foreground, blown highlights all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's not even straight, but it, you know, it, and people in the background are, are just kind of grainy and foggy. Um, but it's great, you know, and I, and, and, and that's the kind of picture I might think, should I put that on my website or not? But yes, I should. And I, I, I need to get over that myself. Um, and it, it, you know, it's, there's no, there is, there is some element of text in there and a few bits and pieces of kind of descriptions. Um, and it's broken down into acts, act one, two, and three, I think, which is, um, before, during, Ooh. and then the kind of dancing. I like that, that idea. Stuff. I might, might nick that for the website. Yeah. You can nick that if you wish. Don't yeah. blame me. If Don't tell trouble. John. Don't tell John. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really wonderful look and, and, and the thing, of course, so he's, he's American and, uh, if I'm if I'm told correctly, he was the photographer for um, Biden's daughter's wedding, or one of what a, um, nice a gig. few weeks ago. Yeah, um, and he is kind of out of the boosting mold. Um, we were talking off off air about uh, you know the, the kind of similarity, and he is kind of boosting styley. Yeah, um, quite a lot of on camera flash, but also you know only when it's needed um, or when it's seemingly needed. You know, a lot of images of, um, uh, you know, nice, beautiful, candid, soft, focused portraits of brides that are, you know, it's just beautiful. A majority of it is black and white, but not all of it. Um, you know, there's there's a few shots of the in-between shots between group shots, you know, when people are all lined up with their tuxedos, but then there's stuff going on around it and everything. And he's picking those ones to show. 
um yeah really really nice it's a good book to if you're a documentary wedding photographer or you aspire to be and you're struggling to believe that people want this kind of photography Uh, especially if you're in america because america you know i I have this email i have emails regularly nobody in america wants documentary wedding photography um and i'm like well joe biden's daughter did and uh you know so do very many other people um, you know, you've got to, you've got to kind of find your niche and go for it. And if you look at John's website, it's very direct. This is what I do, and this is what I don't do. This is what you'll get, and this is what you won't get. Um, and there's no there's no kind of uh, in between bits. But it's yeah, it's really nice. As I say, there are there are several kind of you know what I would call not candid moments, but that that yeah. doesn't mean they're any less beautiful. Well, it's the same with Joe Busing. I mean, he, he was yeah, one, he, exactly yeah, he, same, he, yeah. he did that as as well. Interesting yeah. that, that I was reading some stuff here. Doesn't doesn't look like John's done. Um, but here it says for three hundred and forty two Saturdays, John has quietly pursued emotional and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So he, he's not somebody with a thousand two thousand um, uh, weddings under his belt. He's done exceptionally well, hasn't he? Yeah, but he charges a lot of money. <laughs> Well, so you you do less if you charge as much as him. <laughs> well, true, but when I look at the pictures, I, I'm 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 thinking these are fantastic pictures. Uh, but it's quite interesting, isn't it? How some people have set their stall out as I am this, and in a marketing yep. X factor way, I am John Dolan. I shoot weddings for um, the daughters of presidents, and then right next to him, you've got well, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to think of another uh, another name. I, I'm Bob Dolan, and I don't shoot presidential weddings, but I've done thousand five hundred, loads and loads of experience. And my pictures are just as good, but I only I only charge two hundred dollars. It's yeah. a marketing thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. It's what is the it's a branding what thing? The, Not yeah. you know. Absolutely. I mean, there may well be uh, other photographers who you might think, or one might think, or the listeners might think, are way better. Um, but those photographers haven't got a 400, 350 odd page hardback book I know, that's I know, I know. being sold on Amazon yeah. for 45 yeah. quid. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's. But what gets you there? What, what makes you John Dolan and not Bob Dolan? Well, you once you, you transcend a level, don't you? At some point, how, why, where, so when? Who? Well, you go. It's you. You hit the. You get a lucky break. You know, you get a. You get the right wedding planner. You get the right person you move in the right circles uh you know that kind of thing happens and mm. and and that's where it goes it's just what happened to askoff wasn't it just jeff askoff yeah. exactly the same thing happened you know he got he got in early with high-end wedding planners through honest hard work and and brilliant pictures and that was his marketplace yes um yeah. but you know again i was speaking to somebody about this the other day and it's you'll never move away from you know the 800 pound wedding market if you don't trust yourself and you don't back yourself with your own style and your own pricing but john but not john but but uh, jeff used to always uh, say this but well, he did constant it was a constant within um the i think i went to three of his wedding courses the two-day ones <laughs> that he did over at watford and uh he would say put your prices up mm-hmm. and I, I i was waiting for the silver bullet and i was thinking is that it um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a bit like the Hitchhiker's Forty Two moment. Is that is that all I have to do? But how do you get where the, the bit in the middle, the gap in the middle, where all the well, 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 where the work falls out from underneath you, whilst you've changed your your strategy yeah. and your prices. That's the well, bit, or, or maybe uh, fortune favors the brave. Fortune does favor the brave, and and fortune more importantly favors people who work hard. You can't just stick your prices up and then sit on your ass watching Netflix and hope things come in. No. Just not going to work. I'm very reticent to say to people, you you know, you need to put your prices up because, it, you know, that's not for me to say. But what, what, I, what I prefer to to talk about is how Joe Boosink used to say it. And, and that was, you know, don't base your prices based on what you can afford. Base it on what you think your clients, your potential clients can afford. I so, that, uh, you yeah, know, I couldn't yeah. afford to pay me to shoot my own wedding put that, it that way that's what he said wasn't it I, it was yeah. years before i could afford to uh pay myself what i charge for wedding. myself yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think that's far more important yeah. you know and uh, and you, you there there are and there always will be there always has been there always will be people who who uh you know think well nobody can afford 
a thousand pounds or nobody can afford 500 pounds mm. or whatever. Uh, and there are people out there that could do it. But if your work is good enough and strong enough and you put the hard work in, uh, outside of just turning up, then, uh, you know, they will, it, the, the opportunities will be there, mm. uh, for sure. That doesn't mean that, you know, you have to just immediately go and put your prices up, but it means that, you know, you have to, uh, you, you have to think very kind of strategically yeah. about what you need and what you want. Some people are very happy shooting 500 pound weddings and enjoy it. And that's great. And especially if they can make a living out well, of it. I, I do know, a, I do know one particular photographer who, uh, I'm not going to mention, um, his name, but, but he said, I don't feel I want to charge more money because I'll give myself a lot of stress. I don't yep. need the stress. Well, that's fine. And if it gives him an income mm. and he pays his tax and he, he buys his insurance and he's yeah, happy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's a, there's a, a picture here, um, and I don't know whether it's in the book. It's just one I found online. It's a couple kissing at the – I think it looks like it's during the meal. Everything, but everything <laughs> – is out of focus. Um, I remember a lot of this is film as well, but it doesn't. So, but it doesn't matter because the emotion of their the, the two bodies coming together and that kiss is like it's energy. Um, yeah, which is, which be, which is beautiful. You, you wouldn't buy this book, by the way, if you were looking for um, ideas. You know, it, you can't buy, you know, documentary wedding photography books and expect it to be a and take it to a wedding and think right i'm going to try and get that shot it's not a cue it's just, card it's not a cue just, card. it's not a cue card. yeah no. that's 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 what i'm looking for yeah. it's it just doesn't work like that you know you you get this book or you look at his work and and then you you you, you realize that style is uh, yeah. not only subjective but very personal yeah. and you know as long as you are doing it the way that you want you will find clients that want that style also shall i write to john dolan see if he'll come on the show I already have. Have you? Have you done it? What yeah. did he say, Kev? What did he say? I haven't heard yet. Oh. Do you know what I like most about John Dolan? I like his photographs, obviously, and his story. Um, but uh, I like the fact that he has a grey beard and he looks our age. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he looks a little bit older than us, Kev. Don't tell him uh, that. Wait, don't say us. I'm talking about age. <laughs> well, me, maybe. Me. <laughs> I like that. There's room for us crusties yet, Kev. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had an H and M gift voucher for Christmas from uh, a relative. Yeah, you know, nice hundred quid, great, yeah. good H and M. And I realised that I'm I'm no longer H and M. It's all very, you know, baggy trousers and oh. short socks and t- like I just there was nothing that I just I just bought a hundred pairs of socks. Kev, if you ever turn up at a wedding with trousers, no socks, brown shoes, <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm disowning you. I think at some stage, we can't sport that look. No. No. Um, yeah, that stage went a long time ago. <laughs> I'm going to go like John Dolan now. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a, a polar neck. Um, I can't do the big frizzy hair that he has. That looks amazing. He looks like an explorer. But yeah. I, can do, I can do the beard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look, the book is available, isn't it? It's, uh, there's various prices. It seems to be about the 45 mark, uh, pound-wise, that is. Yeah, it's published by yeah. You can get it off uh, off Smelly Amazon, or you can buy it independently. <laughs> I am absolutely sure. Um, I'm just trying to see where the publisher is. Hang on, Smelly Amazon. It's such a really beautiful book. It is. You know, it's so well designed and. Um, well, it has to be for you to buy a wedding book, um, it, uh, and and to sport that on your shelves. Um, I don't think you've bought a wedding book for a long, long time. So I don't think I've ever bought a. You know, I've got the Joe Busink ones. Uh I liked his Jessica oh, I Simpson book. I and did. Stuff. I think I might have had that originally. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. I'm looking at my shelf. No, one don't be thinking yeah. that I got that off your shelf because I did not. Published, <laughs> published by uh, Damiani. D A M I A. Damiani. N I. Um, twenty twenty one. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So there we go. Okay. Um, right. Questions. Back to questions. Um, do you, uh, is it Facebook time or is it my turn? Oh, okay. It's your okay. turn. It's my turn. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, we did the Fakinos one, didn't we? Excuse my language. Um, yep. Let's go for Matteo Chavo. Um, hi, guys. Having shot most of my photographic life with an X100, be it the OG or the S, um, I like that. Do your kids use OG for language? I don't understand the question. OG, the original. Original what? Like the original X100. I haven't asked the question yet. The question was, do you, do you, uh, stay with me, Mullins. Uh, was, um, do your kids use the OG? Do they not say, Dad, that's the OG, as in that's the original, that's the cool one, that's the, that's new language, Kev? Oh, uh, 
No, I don't think so. They might do, but I might just tune out. I don't know. Well, when if ever we go somewhere, you can get a fancy burger on the the menu. Um, Jack will always say the OG. No, okay. Um, no. Anyway, having shot most of my photographic life with an X100, be it the OG original or the S, I've come to no, see. Means, no. I've come to see life in twenty three millimeter shooting now with an XE3. I recently traded my twenty three uh, thirty five for a twenty seven Mark II, thinking I'd get the best of both worlds with the added bonus of the pancakeness of the lens. Six months later, it just doesn't do it for me, and I'm trading it once more for a 23. Which brings me to my question. Given that Fujifilm are able to make a tiny 23mm lens for the X100, how come they don't offer one in the XF lineup? Is it a tech issue, a market issue, or a get a damn X100 issue? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so yeah so the answer the answer is pretty straightforward half of the lens for the x100 is inside the camera body mm. that's it yeah, that's uh, why yeah. it appears smaller yeah. um half of the half of the gubbins the, the glass and everything is inside the camera itself so uh right but back to facebook and now you know the og as well yeah the og yeah <laughs> um Right, I'm going to dig back a little bit. Okay, uh, this you might be able to. Yes, this is this is one that we can both kind of get involved in. Hi, Neil. Hi, Kev. John Rose. This is. I recently upgraded my monitor to a BenQ for oh. multiple reasons, yeah. but the most important was making sure the colours I was working with looked correct. Yeah. The ability to look at different colour gamuts is amazing but has added a new confusion and frustration. Do you guys edit your photos looking at it on a monitor in RGB or sRGB? There sometimes can be a huge change in the colours. I know sRGB is for the web and phone, but I want to make sure my clients are getting the true colours when they print. Perhaps I should just become a black and white photographer. And give, yes, I agree. That's the answer. <laughs> That's just shoot everything black and white and give colour the boot. Thanks always for a wonderful show. Waiting patiently for a future announcement that you guys will travel across the pond to do a show over here in America. I would love to. On my little uh, on my little switcher here, I'm not sure which um, which uh, what I'm on sRGB or RGB. I'm going to have to move my little paddly thing around. What are you on, Kev? What do you use? sRGB. I, I don't use that little puck. Do you not? I took that away because you end up pressing it by mistake and then... Oh, no, but you put it in the puck stand. Yeah, but I ended up pressing it by mistake well, several the puck times. stand is, is is sort of behind the screen, Kev. I know, but that's where I put all my stuff. Well, it's put it just, in a cupboard. No, I just unplugged it. Uh, <laughs> it's much easier. Yeah, so, well, uh, John said about sRGB is for web and phone. Um, but wanted to make sure that clients again true colors when they print. So yeah. sRGB is for digital delivery, correct? However, almost all like mainstream print companies will be using sRGB as well. It's ARGB technically, Adobe RGB that throws a little bit of confusion because the cameras also have that option. Yeah. And yes, to, when you to the naked eye, you might think, oh, that looks better because it's got a wider color gamut. But it needs to then be converted down to sRGB for almost everything. Mm. The only time I would ever think about ARGB is if a particular print company said we need images in ARGB format. So stick it in sRGB and have a beer. Just relax. <laughs> and your, think about it. Your life. Chuck your puck in the bin. Put, put your what? Sorry. Chuck your puck in the bin. Oh, chuck your puck in the bin. Yeah, chuck your puck in the bin. Do For those of you who don't know what the puck is, the BenQs <laughs> have these pucks where you can you can just press a button yeah. one and four and switch between ARGB, SRGB. I think they've got um, Rec got, thirty-seven that's right. and it's, yeah, and then you other got bits and pieces. Push button on the top, and you can program it into different. So you, you can also have black and white if you wanted to. Good. Yeah, black and white. Although that's dangerous. Although actually, it's pretty handy. I did used to do that just to get an idea of um, color depth. Uh, sorry, um, uh, shadow and highlight depth density. Yeah. But then I that was before I started shooting everything in black and white, so I don't need that anymore. But that was yeah, that was quite handy. Well, by the way, um, uh, when you talk uh, while you're talking about black and white, um, one thing I did mean, mean to mention with the John Dolan thing we were talking about a moment ago is his black and whites aren't overly processed. They're no. they're very filmic in in that um, uh, there's degrees of of grey rather than oh my word that's just gone really contrasty yeah and we don't know which ones are shot digitally and which ones are shot on film of course um, true so yeah there's that element of it but yeah I I 
I would not be at all surprised if, uh, you know, if he was a JPEG shooter. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Do you think so? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed either. Well, you can ask him that question when he emails back and says, Kev, I would be delighted to be on the show. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love the we way that you say, yeah, we shall consider. Very confident about that. Well, that's it, Kev. Here we are. We're in New Year. We're there. Um, if you'd like to go across right now to our Patreon pop-up, we're going to do the, the, the first, the very first of our critiques. Who are we critiquing, Kev? Uh, I, um, oh, now you throw me. That wasn't a question I was expecting. We are going to critique three, Wade Brown. Wade Brown. There's, there's three pictures. So it's Wade Brown's critique is how we start. Um, we'll put those pictures. Gentle critique. Sorry? Gentle, Gen- oh, gentle critique. critique. Those pictures will also go on the post so that you can see them. That makes sense, doesn't it? As, as on the Patreon post. On yes. the Patreon post as we're critiquing right. them. So that goes up. Oh, that will be there today. Uh, so mm-hmm. after this, if, you, if you're not a member, join up. And then, of course, you can join in with those critique sessions as well. Send your own material in. In the meantime, questions to the show, send them to click at fujicast.co.uk or, of course, you can send them in via Facebook. Kev, how do we do that magically via Facebook? Go to Facebook, go to the Fujicast group. At the top, there is a post that says questions for the the podcast post and then you just add your question there There and i will i will put a little smiley or emoji of some kind of my face my head to tell you that we've answered the question and you can expect it in an upcoming show done did and um our thanks to pick-time.com for your support and how how do you get how do you get the pick time goodies kev on that one Go to pickhyphentime.com, sign up, and you will get one month free with the code FUJICAST, all in uppercase. What question were you expecting, by the way, when you said I wasn't expecting that question? What question were you uh, expecting? I wasn't expecting any question. <laughs> okay. I, was, I wasn't just expecting it to be the end. Said <laughs> well, it is the end. We'll, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The FUJICAST is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. UK. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way. <laughs> <laughs>